I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Yeah, I always say I'm prepping, dude, because like I can outlast <laughs> these muscle men, right? Like I got more calories yeah, just laying around. That's true. Yeah, got extra calories you can tap into, man. Yeah. Part of bulking. Do you ever hear of that uh, that seed storage thing they have up in Iceland? That's what I'm doing with food. I'm just trying to collect <laughs> all the calories. Nice. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. All right. Um, been... Let's start the show. Oh, I gotta wake up early. How long? You got a long one for us tonight? Uh, I have, it's not very long. So I'm Perfect. breaking this. Yeah. I'm starting this, uh, series. <laughs> We're just going to talk about him as a kid up until college. Baby. All right. Cool. Is this Dickie? Ooh. Yeah. Dickie this is, yeah. Dick Burton. Big Tom, Dick. do you have a USB-C charger I can plug into? I do. Right there. I'm going to stretch this guy out to probably four, maybe five. Um, and they'll all be relatively short-ish. Did you was, get the Humphrey I sent? What's that? The Humphrey Bogart. Did I send that to you? The baby? No, the um, the audio for it. Oh, yeah. I um, started listening to it. It sounded good. I just haven't finished it. No, you don't have to. Like, I, It's well, fine. Okay. I did the edits on the fly. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to finish the artwork after we're done here. I've I just been crazy busy. No, it's totally fine. I know this is getting ahead of our story, but was Richard Burton in the... He was Anthony and Cleop- the Anthony and Cleopatra movie, right? Or is that... uh, uh, let's see. That, we're not doing the actor. It's a different Richard Burton. What? Yeah. It's Sir Richard Burton. <laughs> what the fuck? There's two of them? Yeah. This, this one's way more influential. Oh, all right. We're going, we're going to Mecca. Cool. We're, we're going to search for the Nile. We're going to Salt Lake oh. City. Was this? He was like, uh, like an 18th century like explorer guy, right? Yeah, century? he's basically like the the devil version of David Livingstone. Sweet. Like, whereas David Livingstone was like a, a missionary, this guy was just like a fucking atheist. Talked about penises and circumcisions and all right, banged a lot of broads. All right, well that's I, I, devil I was, shit. My headspace going in was more golden age Hollywood, so. Excited no, to be thrown off. Yeah, we're in the uh, the nineteenth century here. All right. Well, I'm probably just gonna keep all that in here, <laughs> so people don't get confused. <laughs> Have you been rolling? Yeah, I I've, I've been rolling, but I was gonna properly intro him. All right. So we'll just do a soft yeah. open here. Yeah. Right. Uh, nice flaccid opening. Yeah, flaccid open. <sighs> gotta write these things down. I got to slam into this Slim Jim here. You got Slim over there? Mike was yeah. just... <laughs> Mike was describing a, a human's appearance as a Slim Jim. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like a Slim Jim. <laughs> you got to find a picture of this. Is she leathery? Uh, I think she's Polish. <laughs> good answer. Uh, good answer. <laughs> I think you guys should just take a look at who we're roasting, too. Have you guys checked out... 
the guy that we're roasting, Sir well, Richard. Clear, clearly not. No, what's the guy's name? It was like, clearly, no, yeah, I yeah. haven't. Just, just look up some pictures. He has, has the most badass mustache. What's his name? Sir Richard. Burton. pulling him up. Oh, is he going to Burton snowboards? And you have to put the Sir because <laughs> oh. he'll just get Richard Burton. Nice. Oh, good wow. face. Uh, I thought yeah. it was going to be some dude with some hot chicks again, like Bogart. <laughs> nah, this is a man who's uh, he stare at pussy. He's a different type of Bogart. He, oh yeah, he's the real deal. He got in a fight with a Vitamix. This guy, <laughs> dude. We're gonna talk about all of the Vitamixing that happened on his Ooh, face. Sasquatch, very brutally, dude. Yeah, it's a brutal, brutally faced Sasquatch man. Yeah, the other Richard Burton was way prettier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do him eventually. If you yeah, guys could he pick was a, one way to die. What would it be? He was a piece of work. We talked about him a lot when we did uh, what's her face. When I did the what was it? Audrey Hepburn. Who is? I always get all those ladies. Was it confused. Ava Gardner? I think was the one. Yeah, I think Ava Gardner. They we were didn't do think, Audrey Hepburn. Why did we do married, Audrey Hepburn? They're married. Twice, no, we I did think. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor. That's wait. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was a Hellraiser. He was one of the uh, first Hellraisers. I oh yeah, he, I don't think I, I think Oliver Reed tried to outdo him a lot, which I would assume he did. Probably, probably. But um, I don't know. That's a different history. So, All right, Trav, what do we got? Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, start it up, Tom. Oh yeah, so uh, that's the cold open. I'm Tom. Uh, oh, it's roast mortem, by the way. Yeah, if you uh, didn't know what you tuned into, yeah. maybe you should go to a doctor. Why cause... do we even do this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you can say welcome to Rose Mortem. Hey, well, welcome to Rose Mortem. Rather than like explaining what the listener is listening to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Welcome. Rose if you're Mortem. here, if you're here, go to Patreon, donate right away. Donate to me. Yeah, don't don't do it at them. the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Put in a down payment right now. Right now. Yeah. Stop the show. Do the mm-hmm. right thing. You know what it is? I think I watched too many Nickelodeon shows. I think they explained the like double dare. And Legends of the Hidden Temple in yeah, every episode. Quick quip. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, welcome to this show. When this is about to go down, look at these monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you really, they really had to capture those kids' attention. Like, I don't understand. They're playing with Gak. They're eating the Gak. What, what's this, a game? This yeah. is a puzzle. <laughs> how, how do you put this monkey together? Anyway, mm. I'm Tom. I'm Travis. Oh, my. And I'm Connor. We Dude. got... <laughs> Mike, you're so sad. I am. I lost my job. Oh, you, should, you shouldn't give them money. You should give me money because I have a fucking charity cause these days. Yeah, you're really fucked up, man. You know this, this is what builds character, as they say. This is yeah. my uh, like if you're like a true narcissist, you, you think your life is like a documentary. So this is like my down, down moment in my life, and then next chapter is my come up all right so we got to build to a montage for yes you. so yeah. my wife is going through degrazi again so this is right now your jimmy and yes. you've just been shot i'm in a wheelchair now right okay well, i'm thinking dude you need to get some more face tats you gotta start your rap career you know you're about to age out of that I know, I'm getting old, too. I'm going to be, fun- I'm gonna be 27. Yeah. I should just kill myself. No, no, the perfect time for face tats. I don't know what I would get as a face tat. That's a hard decision. Just get all the tattoos you already have. <laughs> just redone on yeah. it. Move <laughs> to your face. Yeah. Come I mean, shit. Out. You know they work for you, so. Get a five o'clock I got laid the day I got onto this. your face. <laughs> I got laid the day I got this Playboy bunny. So That's good. You should get another yeah, Playboy I regretted bunny. it. Yeah. See if you get laid again. Yeah. Might as well try. For the second time in your life. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, one on e each ass cheek. Uh, I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. So if anyone's hiring out there, hire Mike. Look, yeah. uh, I'll, yeah. I'll let an old dude nibble on me for like five grand. That's you gotta lower your price point there. Three grand, all right. <laughs> that is work. The lights have to be off, all right. Three grand. I let an old dude nibble on me. Ooh. <laughs> My cousin, the working girl. <laughs> All right, start the bidding. Girls have it too easy, man. I'm fucking jealous. I'd be sucking so much dick right now. It'd be unreal. Mike, you I mean, said, I could that's suck still an dick. option. Yeah. You could even use your ass and I get got... paid more. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's I thought I shit myself this morning. When I my... You know, you like let out a big fart. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. 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 So. Um, <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was going with that. Man, you almost shitting yourself. You lost your sleeves today and your job. Ugh. And I'm I'm willing to have an old dude nibble on me for three grand. All right. Well, yeah, that's good. Right. We, we can circle back to that. Yeah. Connor, how's your week going? Uh, my week has been better than Mike's, I guess. He's <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fault. How dare you have a good week? <laughs> I don't know. Very uneventful though, uh, which is good, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing. No. That, nothing to add. Really? The report? It's <laughs> okay. Uh, Travis, anything from Portland? Uh, <laughs> nothing this week, but I'm going to go on a road trip. Going to Boise, Idaho. Going to Salt Lake City. Then okay. I'm drive through Nevada. Staying at Winnemucca, Nevada at a casino motel. We're literally going from a five-star hotel in Mormon land to the middle of the desert at like a sleazy motel casino place. You probably uh, have more fun at the sleaze bag. Place. Oh, yeah. Not a yeah, hard oh, rock yeah. cafe. Uh, I don't think they. Ha I don't think they believe in rock and roll in Mormon land. I'm saying Las Vegas. Why don't you just go to the hard rock cafe? Oh yeah, we're not going that far. I, I we we do have an ex Mormon in the building, and he told me when I go to Salt Lake City, I got to knock on the east door, um, because apparently that is where Jesus is going to return, and there's no doorknob on it. That's sick. Yeah, so just prank him. <laughs> like I'm Jeebus. Here I come. <laughs> oh. Well, that's fun. Hey, so, are you going to report there. from the road? Are you going to leave voicemails that we can play while you blush? That's you a great bad? idea because we're going to actually be talking about Salt Lake City in this series we're starting. But, uh, yeah, Tom, uh, how was your week? I'm with Connor. Nothing to report. I think we should get right into the episode. Jumping on in. Yeah. All right. So, as I mentioned, tonight we're starting on an adventure. And when somebody asked about our adventure, his name was Sir Richard Burton, not the movie star. This is a Sir Richard Burton. When somebody asked Sir Richard Burton why he needed to explore and, immor and, immerf yeah, and immerse himself in foreign cultures, he simply responded, the devil drives. And that's the type of man we're talking about. That's it? No elaboration? No elaboration. Jesus um, Christ. It's before yeah, cars. <laughs> Yeah, well, the Devils probably had like a at least a Honda Civic since like the yeah. 12th century. You know, he's the devil. That's true. I was thinking Cadillac. Yeah. No, you would think that, but it's a Honda Civic. It's a, like a 90s Honda Civic. I mean, reliable, reliable yeah. hatchback. <laughs> Why not? Hatchback. Is Satan a bad person because he punishes bad people? Well, we'll see, because uh, Burton was was pretty much an atheist, but he liked to dabble into the occult, just for shits and giggles. Um, Burton could be described as many things. He was a soldier, a linguist, an explorer, an archaeologist, a botanist, fencer, 
falconer. Uh, but above all, he aspired to be a new job at the time, an, uh, an anthropologist. Cool. To study cultures. Oh, nice. I took that in college. He wants to be Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah. I that mean, was... he was the Indiana Jones. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I guess he got tired of putting up fences then. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He all was right. tired of people doing weird things with whips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not in the, well, actually, he was in the flocculation, but we'll get into that. <laughs> um, so Richard went where no white man had been before, documenting and assimilating into various cultures of the world. Now, keep in mind, we're talking about a white imperialist here. There's going to be some racism involved in, in this whole series. Um, it happens often <laughs> on this show. Yes, yeah. He traveled deep into the heart of Africa in search of the Nile. He met the wild savages, the Mormons, in Salt Lake City. Oof, that's uh, scary. Yeah, and he also explored and documented a lot of colonized India and Afghanistan. Not only that, he was the first to translate Arabian Nights into English and also the Karma Sutra. And Ooh. along the way, he cataloged a lot of dongs and vajanguses around the world. Look at those beef curtains. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's an impressive resume. Mm-hmm. Was he, like, good at drawing them? They're so uh, much bigger. What the fuck? <laughs> he, he, he didn't really draw. You would think he'd draw the dicks, but he was very good at with his words. He would describe just, uh, He just wrote the them word. down? Yeah, wrote them down. How big. many very different big. words can you use to describe big dick? <laughs> he was a, BBC. Oh, shit. He was a romantic novelist uh, for women uh, who had a publishing deal within uh, Genevieve's at the time. Now writing. <laughs> Um, so if you've ever heard of the uh, famous explorer David Livingston, um, who was like a Christian missionary and uh, set out to find the source of the Nile, this is like his uh, atheist, blasphemist, shitty cousin. Okay. <laughs> Not actually, but, you know. <laughs> Similar people. Similar people. And we're going to slow this whole series down because I really want you to get a good like rounded perception of this guy because he's so ridiculous. So this entire episode, we're just going to talk about his upbringing. A lot of times we skip over that, you know, and get right into the meat and juicy parts. So we have enough information to talk about him just as a kid. Yeah, let's learn about this freak. Yeah, yeah. let's make fun of a child. Yeah, <laughs> so much more gratifying. Yeah. Yeah. So Richard Burton was born March 19th, 1821 in Devon, England, to Lieutenant Colonel Joseph, sorry, uh, what Lieutenant Colonel Joseph Burton and Martha Baker. Um, now, J Daddy Joseph uh, had been in the army prior to the English army, prior to Richard's birth, uh, but he was personally relieved of his duty and put on half pay by the Duke of Wellington himself. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so right off the bat, uh, kind of Richard comes into the world revolving around this huge drama because, you see, in 1820, Joseph was caught up with a scandal between King George IV and Queen Caroline uh, while he was stationed in Italy. And this is how he made his beef with Wellington? <laughs> yeah, he was like, Wellington, where's the beef? Good. So good old King George was looking for a way out of his marriage, uh, so he accused Queen Caroline of taking that sweet, sweet Italian sausage, getting that on the side. 
And uh, several British officers were called in to testify against the Queen, and Joseph straight up refused to testify, believing the Queen was innocent. Uh, but Prime Minister at the time, the Duke, Duke of Wellington, was not very happy that Joey ignored the order and put, put him on half pay and was like, get out of my army, kind of, sort of. We'll still pay you a little bit. That's brutal. Wow. You're a gentleman. See, for believing one woman. Mm-hmm. We watched your wife fuck. <laughs> how do you have, like, seven dudes? Like, how, that shit doesn't make any sense. Wait, what do you mean? They have seven dudes testify? About, yeah, they had a like, just bunch of officers. Oh, but them banging his wife? No, about one guy banging this Italian person that, like, banging oh, his yeah. wife. Yeah. Like, they saw them go and do stuff oh, together. Okay. Yeah, they were walking that way together. They made us watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, like, damn. <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't remember exactly what happened. I don't feel comfortable testifying. You were in her. <laughs> yeah, We were Oops. all in her. <laughs> they call my, my two balls sausage, peppers, and then the taint is the onion. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, onion taint. That sounds about yeah, right. Onion taint, It definitely yeah. smells right at times. <laughs> so they like, murder her or something like that, right? That's like how they get rid of, like, if you do shit like that back then? Nah, no, there was still legal queen. Systems. They'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, the king just wanted a divorce. Italy instead. Yeah. Um, now, it wasn't too bad for old daddy Joe Burton because his wife, Mary Baker, came from lots and lots of wealth. And, uh, you know... The family, the Burton family, was able to live a proper, up, you know, upper-class lifestyle with all the means and servants and all that shit. And, in fact, uh, this army job that Joseph had was the last job he ever worked. He just kind of floated around after that, like, picking up hobbies, like chess and chemistry. And, Damn. Yeah, yeah. I like fucking that. life, man. There, yeah. there might never have been a better time to be a mega-rich person than Victorian England. Yeah. Like... Mm -hmm. There, I don't know if there's any time that'd be better than to be like the top point one percent of society than Victorian England. Probably you can do right whatever the now. Fuck you want. Probably now at the moment. Mm, yeah, you're right. You can do right. a lot of shit. <laughs> you can fly anywhere. Yeah, you can fly places. You can like not die of right, dysentery. Pre nineteen fifty, you can live in the VR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. That's a good gap yeah. there. I like that. <laughs> so a year after Richard fell out of it, uh, which was eighteen twenty one, remember. Uh, Joseph moved his family to Tours, France. I probably, I'm going to get all the French, was it? Oh, Tours? Tours de France. Yeah. The Tour de France. Um, Richard, uh, Richard, uh, in France, he had another brother pop out, Edward, who was three years younger than Richard. And essentially, they were French, not English, because, I mean, he moved there when he was like under one, like growing up in France. Okay. Uh, by the time Richard was four, though, uh, remember, this is this guy, I call him a linguist. By the time he was four, apparently he knew how to speak French, English, Latin, and Greek. Damn, what a nerd. <laughs> it's not hard if you're a little kid to yeah. pick this shit up. That's, your brain is a sponge boy. As soon as you're over, like, 12. 18, it's fucking oh. impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. It's like you get pre-six is the time to learn a second language, I think. Yeah. I feel like your brain just gets like calcified, Hard. like your teeth, right? Harder, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just plaque. <laughs> well, some some of our brains get harder. Uh, some get smoother. Oh yeah, I don't think I have a brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a, it's just a monkey clapping, <laughs> powering the electricity. Yeah, yeah. A fucking Missing. hamster on a wheel. 
<laughs> One of the symbols is gone. Saying, fuck, 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 fuck. Well, so I think Richard had a very buff hamster on a wheel because he was a brainy boy. Like the buffest hamster just spinning those wheels in his brain. Now, uh, as I mentioned, we don't normally talk about childhoods, but I want you to picture Richard Burton as like a combination of Bart Simpson, Buzz from Home Alone, The Fonz, and Oliver Reed as a child. She's a hot kid. They're <laughs> trying to tell us. This kid's rad as hell. Yeah, there's a he's lot of combining. He's things. wearing a leather jacket. Fonz, the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he's a six year old wearing a leather jacket. Leather jacket. Speaking archaic Greek. Yo. Yeah, smacking Drunk. a whole band to get him to play the song he yeah. wants and doing yeah. pr- prank phone calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happens when you don't have Fortnite? You're fucking sick. Nice. So. Richard and, and his brother Edward were complete nightmares. Uh, their mother tried to teach them from a young age good morals, self-control, and moderation. Obviously, I can imagine teaching kids probably hard to do anything is hard. But uh, Mary thought it was a good idea. Their mother, Mary, thought it was a good idea to bring the boys to the candy shop and uh, when they were really young. And they showed she showed them all the French candies in the window, right? And they're like... And then, oh, look at this one. They're like, the apple puff is what I want. And she says, now, dears, let's walk away because it's good for children to show restraint. And Mary started to walk away. And Richard put his fist through the window and just grabbed all of the apple puffs. And him and his brother ran away down the street, leaving his mother to pay for the window (laughs) and the apple puffs. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. This This is is like when he's like five. uh, Go get itness. Yeah. That's fucked up. I wouldn't even do that shit. Did you guys ever steal anything as a kid? Um, I stole a keychain from Old Navy one time. Was it cool? It was a skateboard. It was, and my mom yelled at me. She made me bring it back in. Yeah, that's smart. Was it like, wait, a tech deck? No, it was like a rubber keychain skateboard. Mm. And I put it in my pocket. I saw porn once. I saw porn too once when I was young. Stole it? Sorry, yeah, my, my tongue stopped working. I, I stole it. I thought of my dad's job in the bathroom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> a lot of bush back then. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, where are we? Yeah, we can see Richard has a, you know, kind of this propensity for violence. Uh, and his schoolmaster at the time thought it would be a great school field trip to take the class, the entire class, to witness... Uh, guillotine execution. Yeah. Oh, why not? <laughs> That's sick. Dude, hop on the magic school bus. We're going to go watch some heads roll around. Life and death. Be less yeah. Now, of course, the schoolmaster told the kids to close their eyes oh, when the blade bullshit. fell. Right? Oh, now, <laughs> why bring them then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? We're just going to watch the this person going through their final moments in life and then close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got to close and when them. when you open it, their head won't be there. Maybe it's the I, torture before that's the brutal part. Yeah. Mm. The hot tongs pulling them apart. I feel like I've had the modern equivalent. You guys ever get like a substitute teacher and they play like a rated R movie yeah. in class, but then they skip over like the good, oh, the good parts? Romeo and Juliet. This bitch fucking put her hands right when you saw her tits. I was oh, like, you fucking brutal. kidding me? She should be dead, that woman. She should that She used you. to cry all the time when reading books. It was weird. She's crying while reading books? <laughs> yeah. Flowers for Algernon, remember that book? Yeah. She, she would cry during that? Ball her eyes out. She reads it every year. Yeah, ball her eyes. She was fucking crazy. Miss Gilbert, fuck and then you, the mouse was returned again. 
<laughs> you said retard. Yo, she would lose her mind. Yo, you said that shit. There are people who who do that. I think I think retarded needs to stand. As I think so. <laughs> we need to keep that word. Okay, it might not be nice and appropriate all the time. You're drawing the line there. That one we need to keep. Well, There's Mike, I want. I yeah. want you to uh, channel all of the, the retarded teachers you had that cried over books, because we're going to be talking about a lot of them this episode. God. A lot of really dumb teachers. That's why I'm so dumb, because I was taught by dumb people. Well, if you'd, gone, sure, to, man. If you'd <laughs> gone to see a guillotine, then maybe you would have been more driven in life. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy. Put the Riverhead yeah. jail instead. He <laughs> <laughs> may throw pee at me. So, obviously, Richard didn't close his eyes. I, this, I think the woman that he saw get guillotined was like a murder to kids or something supposedly oh, uh and he opened his eyes and then he started this trend on the playground you know during their little breaks he'd start clotheslining the other children and shouting guillotine <laughs> <laughs> this guy's awesome so far. Yeah. yeah i like him <laughs> now speaking of guillotines things were heating up in france it was the july revolution in 1830, and Charles X was dethroned. There was also a massive outbreak of cholera. Um, so Daddy Joseph, Daddy Joe, and uh, Mother Mary uh, thought it was a good idea. Got a good idea to get out of France, move back to England. A lot of English expats did the same thing. So they auctioned off most of their stuff that they had and packed their bags and headed off back to England. Now, at nine, Richard is nine at this point, and he remembers going through the streets of Paris and seeing all the bullet holes in the wall and, like, skeletons hanging out of the burnt buildings, like, Jesus. just, like, laying around, you know, pr pretty crazy shit. Was he, like, cheering it on, eating his apple puffs? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he trying to clothesline his mother? <laughs> he actually had his uh, nose stuffed with cotton soaked in, I forgot what chemical it was, but Bleach. they thought... They would get the cholera, so they literally just had like cotton shoved up their nose. <laughs> What's cholera like? Herpes? No, it just air? kills your ass. Yeah, you just die. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. COVID? Is it a shitter? Do you get a shit? I, I don't know. I think I, cholera I think is a shitter. It's either a shitter or um or a fever. Oh, yeah. I, or it, both maybe. It's only both. Maybe both. I mean, yeah. There's so many both. shitter ones out there. Yeah, uh, cholera causes severe diarrhea, dehydration. There we go. I have this. a shitter. You have this right now? You have cholera? You just <laughs> My bought that? Spartan cholera. last night. Yeah. I thought I was going to have a little fountain come in my ass. It's the cholera. <laughs> like, I'm going to be so mad if you're giving me cholera right now. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I mean, know. it's basically from drinking poopy sewage water. Oh, uh, well, you've been, I've been drinking tap yeah. water like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. It's fucking cold. All right, so uh, for nine-year-old Richard, this was the first time that he really went to his home country of England, and right off the bat, he hated the place. Absolutely hated it. Joseph wanted to enroll his boys at Eton, uh, but then settled, settled for a cheaper option of a boarding school in Richmond. He's like, I can't, I can't do Eton. That's a little bit too expensive. <laughs> Eton is nuts. like the premier. That's where like all the prime ministers went to. It's like the boys' boarding school. It's it's good it. that you know all of the country's greatest minds come from one place yeah. that want to fuck all the not greatest minds yeah. and pigs. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's entirely true. We learned that on an episode here. Richard said the only thing that he learned during his, this time in England was that the only law in England was ruled by the fist. 
which I thought was kind of weird because so far he's just been beating the shit out of everyone that he's seen. But he's like, I can't stand this. Like women hit the you know, husbands, hit their wives, like kids hit smaller kids. Like I'm everyone's hitting just everybody. hitting each it's other. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop it. And immediately after I read two bios on this guy, immediately after this quote, it talks about how his first schoolyard confrontation um, in England, he tackled his opponent to the ground and then grabbed him by the ears and started bashing his skull into the cobblestone until kids picked him off, you know, picked him off the kid. And they were like, dude, you can't do that. He's like, in England, you don't attack a man while he's on the ground. And Richard was like, why? It took me long enough to get him on the ground. Why should I stop now? <laughs> well, <laughs> at least, wrong. you know, one thing's for sure. That guy's dead now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, scrambled eggs. Yeah, developmental issues. That guy, he or he's a genius. He now. was applying to Eaton, and uh, <laughs> they kicked him out and then turned him into a pig, if you know what I mean. Towards the end of the school year, he's only there for one year, Richmond breaks out with measles. Everything, you know, you might be rich, but disease is going to kill you in the 19th century. Yeah. That's uh, why we like it, though. Can't see it. Yeah. Uh, measles killed several kids oh. at his school. And Richard's aunt was like, went to his dad and was like, you got to get these kids out of here. And they're going to get the Mises. Um, and so he's like, all right, I guess we're going to go back to the continent. He wrangles up his kids. And uh, Joseph actually was missing. Uh, he was big into hunting at the time. So he was like, I miss the forest of France. I want to get back there. So it really wasn't about packing up the family for measles. He just wanted to get back there to shoot more. He's one of these. Uh, oh, yeah. Safety. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna hunt down that French boar. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. The the boys were elated when they watched the white cliffs of Dover in the behind the ship as they're heading back to France. They said uh, the sun never sets on the English Empire and it never rises either. <laughs> but um, bum. Good burn. Nice. Yeah. yeah. They all said that at the same time. Oi. Yeah. yeah. Now, the rest of the boys' teenage years were spent drifting around England while their dad, I said, met, did biz weird busy stuff like chemistry and like trying to master Wait, chess. they're back in England or they went back to France? Oh, sorry. Back in Europe. My bad. Gotcha. Not in England. Psych. Got me. Yeah, the rest of the teenage boys' years were spent traveling around Europe and their dad did weird shit like chemistry and chess. Um, off. Yeah, jerking off. Probably a lot of that. Probably discovering uh, new ways to do it back then. They're yeah. very not advanced. That's what all his studies were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm studying. <laughs> Couch cushion. I have a twisting maneuver that I can't get out of my head. <laughs> it's like the vortex uh, lid, but for his hand. Oh, like the Miller Light bottle? Yeah, the he's, Miller he's Light bottle. He's trying to invent that for the, the edge of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there was always some reason why Daddy Burton couldn't stay in one place or another, he, but he mainly just got bored. Um, and another big reason why they moved so much is that Richard and Edward became complete hellraisers, and their parents' solution was just to move them to a different town. They're like, ah, oh, you fucked this one up. You gotta go to a different town now. All right. Yeah. Keep the train rolling. Sounds like kind of classic troubled child shit. Yeah, just oh, move yeah. him to a new school, yeah. honey. Yeah, they yeah. won't know him there. Yeah. Well, fresh. they weren't even getting taught at school now, so Joseph hired a tutor for the boys. He oh. was an Ox Oxford graduate named H.R. Dupree. And uh, 
Richard hated this guy. He used to like make fun of him. He was starting to get into draw. Like the uh, Dupree set him up with like a artist, you know, art classes with this like painter, and he just would draw sketches of Dupree like looking like an idiot. <laughs> Typical kid shit. That's cool. Yeah, on their route to their first French home of Blois, uh, Dupree and his female, they also hired a female tutor for Richard, for the Burton daughters. Um, so they decided to march the children in single fo- file down the streets of Paris, which I, I guess was done at the time. They still do it. Get in the line. We're going to walk down the streets. Richard wasn't having any of it. So he start, start, staged his first mutiny with his siblings. And the Richard... And the children darted out into the streets. They had already been to Paris, so they knew their way home. But the tutors were completely lost. When the kids got home, they told their parents that Dupree was ran over by an omnibus and died. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. We saw small children push him. I mean, he fell in front of it. (laughs) Yeah. A few hours later, Dupree and the other tutor figure out how to get back to the Burton's hotel because they were living in a hotel. The female tutor quit on spot, and Joseph gave Dupree his new tool of discipline, the horse whip. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. It sounds like Jesus. these children, <laughs> man, they are got... too much fun. Yeah. I pull his pants down. This is why Kinder Eggs are illegal here, because they <laughs> Fill these kids up with them over there, and they, they yeah go wild yeah too much chocolate. <laughs> and uh, then so you whip them in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to bring back the horse whip. We can have Kinder eggs if you're allowed to whip your children. <laughs> yeah, let's bring that back. <laughs> uh, so beat the beat down doesn't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> builds character. Yeah, it does. That's that's tonight's episode. Building yeah, character. You're building character right now. Beat down your kids. I have nothing to report. <laughs> so the Burtons settled at Bois, and Dupree hired these local teachers that I mentioned to start the education. There's the art classes, dancing, language, but most importantly, fencing. Fencing became one of Richard's long lifelong passions. He called it the great solace in life. Um. The two brothers used to stick fight before they had their first fencing master. Now they were given real foils. Um, obviously, there was the tips were blunted, but Tom, you and I had fenced. You still do some real damage. Yeah, you can mess someone up. Uh, the boys refused to wear fencing masks when they sparred. <laughs> That's sick. Wow. That's yeah. badass. And uh, their fencing master, who had lost a thumb in a war, was like, all right, if you don't want to use masks, you're going to figure it out. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to be really good fencers or going to be real ugly real soon. <laughs> yeah, you just lob a nose off. I mean, this is a this is a real anti-masker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't even know the definition of that. Is it illegal to slash? It's only like straight on jazz. If right? you're fighting, sa- there's three techniques. Uh, well, it's not technique. It's like, what would you call them? Styles? Uh, yeah. At the time, they were mainly in... England and France, they were mainly Disciplines. doing just foil at the time. That's Saber like, evolved like a little bit later. Yeah, so Saber's the one like that that covers your hand. You can you, you oh you can slash. Yeah, that's a slasher one. It's all about slashing, and those go those aren't as fun to watch. They're so they go, quick. They go so, real yeah. quick. Yeah. You just it's like you never notice. Like it's just like the points light up, and you're like, okay, uh, I guess that guy won. But yeah. it always looks simultaneous. Always. Uh, yeah, the yeah. foil. The way they do it now is like it's. Uh, to get a win, 
it's a lighter I'm not, I'm, it's a lighter it's a lighter I, I, weapon I, I, well it, yeah. it's it's evolved now olympic fencing nowadays the weapons are so far removed from like the 19th century where they were, it was still kind of like a martial you know uh yeah this, type they were still thing, rigid right? swords then yeah like yeah. now they're like flailing about like yeah, yeah they're bendy but what isn't there another term for them like i i Discipline? was i was struggling on the word sword because I, I don't think you're supposed to use the no, term sword. weapon uh epis well it's a ep- yeah it's like epi saber and i think foil. they call it just weapon right it's just mm-hmm. weapon all right well I yeah think, i thought yeah. it was something else anyways yeah those are the three okay, epi, I thought, all right. foil i know saber. you slash those all like yeah well sticking. yeah Fo- foil is all the vital organs, organs like that's for, how you do size count for no no yeah, for any like sword nerds listening, they were probably using like small swords, which are thicker than a modern day foil, but they're still pretty small. They're like a stabby little weapon. Yeah. Um, but uh, during one of their first bouts, uh, Richard lunged, and the point of his foil landed directly in Edward's mouth, Ooh. nearly slicing off his uvula. <laughs> oh! <laughs> awesome. Uh- Damn, Damn, put some fun dip on that. Why not? Yeah, I'm sure the fencing master was like, oh, you guys want to wear masks now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that probably hurt like a mother trucker. Oh, right in there. Just imagine Rich- getting a sword shoved in your mouth. Just like, oh. Because also, like, his, his ma- so he's definitely moving his head forward also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's probably moving his head into it when it happens. Oh, God. Oh, deep throwing it. Holy shit. Uh. Richard... His brother was, didn't, didn't really do fencing much after that. He fenced occasionally, but Richard would become... He actually wrote treaties and shit on fencing. He became a huge... We'll talk about it later down. A fencing episode, chat? Yeah, he was a fencing chat. Another uh, thing that Richard got into while he was at Bois was me- the medieval art of falconry. Now, this didn't really last too long because Richard <laughs> trained his falcon into an early grave by starving it to death. Oh, why do you want to make it really fast, like a Rottweiler? Yeah, he was like, "Don't feed it; it'll be more vicious." Yeah, right? <laughs> it'll, it'll find the mice quicker. Yeah. That's how this works, right? Um, they weren't long in Bois. It was only about a year, and before Richard or before Joseph, Daddy Joe was like, "Let's move to Italy because my asthma's acting up," and in, in France, I don't know why. Let's go to Italy. Yeah, that's some eighteen hundred shit right there. Yeah. Dude, I know people who moved to Arizona because they have some ailment now. People still do weird shit. What do they call it? It's it was like the vapors. Huh. The vapors are getting. Oh, vapors. the vapors. Yeah. The vapors. My asthma. You sweat out all the bad shit. It's about being in dry Funny, air. Yeah. Or next to that sweet spaghetti. Ooh, Forget yeah. So while in Italy, Richard learned even more skills. Some stuck and some didn't. Um, like violin. Uh, he got lessons uh uh, dupree set him up with a violin instructor an italian violin instructor and richard was not having any of he's like i don't want to play this tiny guitar it's for babies and stupid yeah and the the italian teacher was like you are like they say disciples are beasts you are an arch beast and with that richard smashed the violin over his teacher's head (laughs) (laughs) sick I'll show you a beast. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you call me? What the fuck's an arc beast? How old is he? Is he like 10? 
Uh, yeah, he's about 10, <laughs> 11 <laughs> at just, this time. Yeah. I'm just picturing like the angriest little British child of all time. <laughs> God, I wish I would pay money to be in this family as a cousin. <laughs> like, <laughs> just I, I don't want to live in this house. I just want to see him once or twice a year losing his fucking mind. Well, Tom, if you were a cousin, you might get fucked by Richard, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I'm talking about, uh, oh, wait, he did guy stuff? Uh, probably not. Uh, then I, my statement stands. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, chess became a hobby of Richard and his father, um, and Richard was apparently able to play two opponents blindfolded. Damn. Smart boy. Very, <laughs> what an idiot. I'd things. just take the pawns off the board yeah. <laughs> while he's blindfolded. <laughs> Gaza! <laughs> uh, they ended up set settling in Pisa, of all places, in Italy. Um, which is well, known, I, I hear that place is only known for the tower. Yeah. It doesn't really have anything it's else. It's got nothing though. else going yeah. on. Yeah. A piece of pizza. Uh, which is like the world's biggest ball of yarn. Apparently at the time, Pisa was like a place for British expats to oh. either run away from their wives or like take lovers. So. <laughs> oh, that's why it's crooked. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. No, one, no one's Boning really up against there. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so from Pisa, they moved to Siena. This is while he was in Pisa. That was when he smashed the violin. They moved to Siena. And here in Siena, the boys would finally become men. But before we get to that, you got to get some firearms, right? You got you to get your guns. You can't be of course. doing Amen, the deed Well, that's how you guns. become a man, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Richard and Edward secretly saved up enough money to buy some dueling pistols at the local oh, shop. Sick. <laughs> Great kids have dueling pistols, right? <laughs> sure. Um, they bought them uh, and brought this. Sorry, they bought them and brought them home and hid them from their father. But his, their father quickly found them and was like pulling out his horse whip. But the boys were getting a little bit older. They're probably about 13. They straight up like Assassin's Creed Ezio'd and jumped out the window and started like running from rooftop to rooftop away from the horse whip. And they refused to come off the roof until they were like forgiven. And they're like, don't whip me. We just wanted guns. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was going to be a little more like, hey, hey, let's go Kinkatsu. You know, they got to shoot a friend in the eye and then dress him up like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't really know when Richard first started drinking. I'm assuming he probably was already drinking. Yeah, he's uh, Italian. He's yeah. now honorary Italian. Yeah, but we do know the first time he was caught by his mother. Um, and the only reason why I'm bringing this story up is because I think the response is probably the best thing ever. So, uh, his mother found him stumbling around pale as a sheet and she called in her husband and she's like, I think he's got the cholera. And Joseph had one look at him, and he said, No! The beasts in the liquor! Oh. Why didn't he say archbeasts? Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, he wasn't an archbeast. The devil drives arches. <laughs> Piece these weird sayings together. Until, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the arches in the devil's drive. <laughs> the devil has a large arch in his yeah. foot. Um, so moving around Italy, they bought a house in Naples now, um, where Joseph took the boys on a tour of Herculaneum, Pompeii, and Mount Vesuvius. Uh, Joseph had to stop Richard from like jumping into the crater at Mount Vesuvius, but there was a slow lava flow that 
Richard thought it was a good idea to jump on. Oh, that sound good. <laughs> and like completely burnt the boots off of his feet. That's why it didn't wow. melt to his feet. Yeah, right. He could have had hooves. Yeah. <laughs> could have permanent yeah. socks. Yeah. <laughs> While in Naples, a wave of cholera hit the city, and Joseph moved the family to the outskirts to avoid the disease. All right, I'm starting but, to think they have cholera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pooping in the water. <laughs> That's what I think is happening here. There yeah. are a couple of typhoid Burtons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but Richard, Richard and Edward were like, we really want to see like a dead body. Like we haven't, I, I've never seen dead. Well, we saw the dead bodies in Paris, but they we were saw, just that was relatives. a while ago. I want to see yeah. what they look like now. Yeah. I almost killed that one kid, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I only so, seen about thirty dead bodies in wait, my. Wait, he's uh, seen a guillotining. Year. Oh yeah, yeah, you saw the guillotine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just yeah. playing dumb. Yeah, just like, but, ah, like a fourteen-year-old being like, I've never had French fries before. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Right, so Richard and Edward, they're like, we want to see some dead bodies. Their parents forbid, forbid them to go into Naples. So with the help of an Italian servant, servant they were able to ha- get some shabby clothes, and they joined the de- dead collectors out in Naples one night. Like, literally, like the cart from Monty Python, like, bring out your dead. Uh, the Burton boys hauled out bodies from homes and then threw them in a giant lime pit, lime-lined pit mass Aww. grave. <laughs> That's how they, they did it back then. They probably thought it was funny too. Yeah, is this like a fun Friday night for yeah. them? Is that the whole thing? Like, yeah, pretty much just for shits and giggles, just hauling out some cholera dead bodies. Would you do that, Mike? <sighs> back then, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be jerking off all the time, probably too. Yeah, well, just going back and forth between the two, science right? and. Uh, Science, civil service, <laughs> Mike, Mike. That's a great segue because uh, they were right next to the, it. Well, right next to the Burton home was a brothel. Oh fuck yeah! So Richard and Edward, they're at this point they're fifteen and twelve. Richard's fifteen, Edward's twelve. Uh, they're like, we gotta get some action. We're men, so they put on their belts with knives in the belts because they had to <laughs> look all tough. And they loaded up their pockets with all the cash they could find. They, like, stole shit from their parents. And they went to the brothel and proceeded to pay for an all-out orgy with all the other neighborhood boys. (laughs) I like these guys. Man, imagine losing your virginity at 12 because your older brother stole all the valuables from your parents and then paid for a massive orgy at the brothel next door. Yeah, right next door. (laughs) And here's where I'm smarter than Richard Burton. (laughs) I... I can assure you, everyone listening, that his dad had a credit line at that place. <laughs> and he probably could have passed that buck. Honey, I swear, we're not yeah. buying the house because of the location. It's yeah. just a good deal. <laughs> it's a great deal. Look at the sun that way. You can stare into the sun every day around 530. I swear, we'll put your, we'll put our room on the west wing, not because I you might see something if you look out the east yes, wing. Yes, exactly. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, it's easy if it's hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is for, this is Richard's first time, so he gets the the feels from one of the ladies of the uh, night. Right? Emotional yeah. ties. I've been um, and I mean, he can here. literally he literally can see her from his like window. You know, like they oh, was like bad then. Oh, and talk fucking to each other. other dudes. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's emotionally bad. And you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Dad put his bedroom on the opposite side yeah, of this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotta look far away from that. I don't need waving prostitutes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey Joseph, uh, how are you? <clears throat> oh man, shave your body. That's fucked. 
Uh, Richard uh, started to write poetry to her, you know, right? Oh. Like, I guess texting, like with the, <laughs> you know. Every yeah. call girl loves when their 15-year-old client writes them poetry. Yeah, she couldn't read, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, she could read and she could write. Um, and she would write back letters to Richard um, that were all, like, nasty and, like, obviously not, like, I love you. Like, all just like, I'll blow you. I'm going to blow you 15-year-old I love the way bitch. you suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> now, unfortunately for Richard, one of the letters was discovered by their mom. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Doing oh, all the nasty things to her son. Why is all sticky, this paper? <laughs> I gotta what, read are these, this. what are these yellow splotches <laughs> on the side? <laughs> I've got to read the entire thing for context. It smells just like his socks. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like venereal disease from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yet again, the family was going to move because she was she like you know talked to Joseph. She's like, we gotta get our kids out of here. They're banging broads. Joseph's Time like, yeah, go. we definitely should do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll go find a house right now. Stay here, honey. <laughs> you won't believe this. Two houses down on the opposite side, <laughs> they're selling. <laughs> Just went on the market. <laughs> Well, he decided to go a little further. In 1838, they were back in France, in Marseille. Ooh, and, nice. Uh, Wonderful city. Yes. Shout out, Marseille. Yeah. And from Marseille, they stayed there for a little bit, and then for, I think for the winter or the summer, I think it was for the summer, they moved to a, like a resort town on the foothills of the Pyrenees. Um, and here is where Richard and Edward decided to join a gang of smugglers, like a, like <laughs> a little like, contraband smuggler gang. Cool. Yeah. What were they uh, trying to smuggle in and out? Um, it was like weird shit. It was like mainly tobacco, opium, um, I think chocolate. <laughs> they were like chocolate smugglers. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're 16 that. and 13. So I've actually watched no, the these movie were like, called these were Chocolate like, Smugglers. <laughs> these were like men. Like they, they joined up with like a oh. real deal gang. This wasn't like kid gang. Guys named Barry and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got kids. I don't know how many, but I got them. <laughs> now, was Edward like? Was he just kind of along for the ride in all this, or is he also an instigator? Yeah, I think that Edward was mainly looking up to his older brother. There was a situation where they got in some trouble, and uh, Richard, like the the cops, are called, and Richard was able to outrun the cops, but Edward was like left behind and got oh, locked up for fucked. the night. So he was definitely like a tag along, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so with this gang of like uh, count, you know, uh, smugglers, like uh, they started smoking that dank ass opium. Oh yeah, yeah. So like hot sixteen year old, seventeen year old smoking opium, getting zooted. Yeah, and uh, there were knife fights. There were shootings, like the equivalent of like drive bys, right? Um, More skill though back then. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to do riding the horse, shooting yeah. the. And then it was a lot, drive away. It was a lot of misses, but don't worry. The disease will get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you'd have you just, more luck, like, throwing a bucket of poop water at them yeah. than trying yeah. to shoot them. Ah, oh, it's in my mouth. I'm going to die. 
<laughs> that why do they never think of that? that? Fuck flintlocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then like, buckets of poop water. I think part of that problem is then you're probably gonna die yourself. If yeah, you, if you have a bucket, mm. if you have twelve ounces of poop in a little cup, and you're huffing it, wet, wet <laughs> diarrhea poop, and you're like, oh, about a horse, <laughs> splashing everywhere. But not, it was well, horse speed bumps. <laughs> well, I'm thirsty. Let me uh, take a parched sip. Well, uh, cup. I mixed it up. <laughs> Oh, it's the poop, not my pina collages. <laughs> uh, so Joseph, seeing that his boys were in a gang, was like, we got to get back to Marseille. They went back to Marseille. Yeah. Uh, where they took up boxing, drinking cognac, and smooching the ladies. So Richard and Edward had this thing of, like, getting with dueling sisters. They would just, like, find two sisters and be like, all right, just going for the same lady. Um, oh. That was kind of their thing. They also took up yodeling by That's two cool. Swiss kids. They just would walk around the streets yodeling. And, of course, more fencing. <laughs> their their last formal fencing master, they beat in a bout and then kicked the shit out of and never went back to. Like, fists and shit. We have nothing more to learn from you, old man. <laughs> We've beat you. As they yodel out. Yeah. <laughs> just hitting it. <laughs> Imagine your fencing instructor, like legendary, been there doing it for decades, and just two English like teenagers reeking of cognac, just yeah. yodeling the whole time. <laughs> Beat the shit out of you. Oh yeah. That's you gotta retire. That's a good yeah, yeah it's you like retire after that one. What have I been doing wrong? <laughs> now, one of the only positives for Richard about moving around his whole childhood. As I mentioned, he had a knack for languages. So every stop that they made, uh, Richard was able to pick up the language or the regional dialect. Like, he already knew French. But, like, he could pick up on individual regional dialects. So he could speak, like, um, like Roman Italian or, you know, North Naples Italian. He just was really good with language. Okay. And the, o- the other does. skills... Yeah, the other skills would turn out to be also handy as well. But we'll get to that. Um, it was around this time Richard adopted his lifelong motto out of these drunken childhood antics, and it's "Omni Solorum Forte Patria," or which every- means, "Are you looking at me?" <laughs> yeah, kinda. For every region is a strong man's home. Oh, I guess that's right. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what he's trying to say. Yeah. Everywhere you go new, there's going to be one tough guy you got to take out. <laughs> he's like 15 now. He doesn't even have a mortgage. How do you know? God, you're right. We don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. He's, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> Continue, <laughs> Travis. Travis. Yeah. So. <laughs> Please. By 1840, Richard was 19. And it didn't look like he was going to, it didn't look so hot. It didn't look like he was going to mount to anything other than a drunken brawler. But daddy uh, was like, I got money still. That's your mom's money. But like, we're going to send you, you hellspawn, you and fucking Richard and Edward. I'm going to make both of you clergymen. (laughs) (laughs) They'll definitely go for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely have the disposition for clergymen. Free wine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Richard, he decided, was going to go to Oxford and Edward was going to go to Cambridge. To, like, get a formal education and become, like, higher-up clergyman, not just, like, a regular monk. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> um, neither of the two boys were happy about becoming a clergyman or returning oh, well. to England, right? They're like, fuck England. They wanted to be soldiers, and they told their dad, they're like, we're going to join the army, dude. We're about fighting with our knives and our opium. <laughs> and our- we just love killing people. Yeah, just love killing. I got a move called the chocolate stab. <laughs> Well, the chocolate stab was performed while they were prepping for Oxford. They moved back to England, and Richard and Edward, in their typical fashion of liking two sisters, started maybe doing some cousin touching with two female cousins. Uh-oh. Um, but we don't know. It wasn't that long. I think that actually their parent, like the cousin's parents moved the cousins away. They're like, oh, okay. Um, um, and- that's fine, though, because... One thing I've learned from the show is that everyone we talk about is dead, and so are their cousins. So who cares? Yeah. Um, right. But they were they weren't they were in London, I think, and it wasn't that long before their school started. So Richard was sent off to Oxford, and right off the bat, Richard never really fit fit in at Oxford. Uh, first off, was his huge badass mustache that all the English kids were like, "You look like a dirty Frenchman." Um, so I'm sure if you see in the art, this guy has a badass mustache. It's huge. Yeah, we checked it out before. But he probably had some sweet rebuttals, because, you know, he knows chess and all that shit. Yeah, his rebuttal was stabbing them in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that. Your sister likes dirty Frenchmen. Well, actually, his, the first kid that called out his big mustache, he pulled off his glove and slapped him in the face and challenged him to a duel. <laughs> to the death. That's nice. Sick. Yeah. Um, so it was to the death. Uh, uh, the thing was, was by the 1840s, dueling had kind of fallen out of fashion in England. So the kid just kind of apologized, and Richard was like, I will kill you. <laughs> Always still didn't let it, let it go? Yeah, he didn't let it go. He was like, no, we duel. This is what we Jeez. do in, in Italy uh, with gang members. <laughs> that kid probably had some wild inner monologue that year while mm-hmm. he was sitting in class, Richard staring over him. Yeah, and that you know the cutthroat sign from across the class. Well, uh, Richard was actually warned that you know on the first week, you know, you're a freshman, you're gonna get fucked with, so you better lock your door at night because somebody's gonna like harass you and like do rapey things, right? They're gonna touch your butthole. Richard purposely left his door open and put a red hot poker in the fire. (laughs) Oh. Are they yeah. gonna say let his cheeks spread? <laughs> he was just Maybe. waiting for it. He took some fucking some ghee or something like that. Some uh, I gotta join the fraternity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got a pledge. Alpha Sigma Phi. You gonna want to take that butt plug out? <laughs> I'm warming up for you guys. Now Richard was extremely shocked when he heard that wine was actually forbidden in Oxford, but the students were able to drink beer and port, which he called like disgusting. Piss water, you know? He was not a beer guy. He's French. He liked port, his wines. Port is wine, isn't it? It's I think like there was wine. enough of a distinction where, like, port was, like, typically English wine. Oh. Whereas, like, he was in France and Italy drinking all these, you know. Exquisite. Who doesn't stuff? love English wine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that port <laughs> stuff that we drank uh, when Big Will, we had him on the show. That was, uh... Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Heavy. I couldn't imagine those hangovers regularly. I'm pretty sure Port originally was from Portland or uh, Portland, <laughs> <laughs> Portugal. Uh, that would make sense. That's why it's Port Port. Uh, but the English really liked it. So, Good. 
Well, good for them. Now, Richard was constantly brawling with other students, and he earned the nickname Ruffian Dick. (laughs) 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 Here comes Ruffian Dick. He's going to punch my anus. They had way better nicknames back then. Yeah. Mike, maybe you should consider calling yourself or your penis uh, Ruffian Dick as you get your next Playboy tattoo. I'll call mine Tiny. Get ruffian Tiny Tim. tattooed on like right on right above your dick. Yeah, ruffian dick. And ruffian then, dick. I got all these like whiteheads on my dick. That's weird. Oh, you probably go to the doctor, dude. Yeah. Continue, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's inverted for some reason. Oh. oh. Now the only the only students that Richard got along with, or ruffian dick got along with, was part of the fencing club. Oh. Yeah, you know, obviously he loves fencing. Um, he actually didn't spend too much time with his peers. He decided to head out into the woods near Oxford and hang out with the gypsies. Sick. He's one got his gyps- priorities straight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One gypsy in particular, her name was Selena. You know, she would uh, teach him Romany, all that stuff. Selena Blomez. <laughs> yeah, she died in a plane crash. Oh. Was that Selena or Al- Alina? <laughs> Uh, I think Aaliyah. Aaliyah, Aaliyah died Aaliyah. in the it plane crash. Yeah. yeah, Selena, Selena was, was shot. shot by her shot. F- a fan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I she just did heroin. No, shot to death. Oh, that's Demi Lovato. Yeah. Who? <laughs> still alive. <laughs> still alive somehow. <laughs> Shit. Now the gypsies actually kind of called out. Apparently, there was gypsy newspapers. At the time? The Gypsy Times. Uh, um, it was just yeah, an old I, woman. It, no, I mean, I think it actually was called the Gypsy Times. Oh, oh. Shit. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, but the Gypsies actually would write about Burton and say that he's the only non-Gypsy that had Gypsy eyes that could look straight through to your soul. So he was like, an, a lot of people thought that he was a Gypsy, but because he, he was like kind of European and dark- he had a little bit darker complexion. He had those, like, what I would call European Chinese eyes. <laughs> kind of like what our friend Justin has. Like, he's Norwegian as hell, but he's got that Chinese eye. Like General Sao eye? Yeah. All right. It's called yeah, a heavy epi- lid. It's called an epicanthic fold. Y- what's it called? An epicanthic fold. Oh, God. Oh, there we go. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Oh, it's called. You, know what they can't say. Just, you can't just be like, yeah, that's called the Chinese eye. <laughs> <laughs> the low main lid. Eyes are the windows of the soul. <laughs> uh, that's good. That'll, that'll keep us going for the rest of the episode. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take a walk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a good thing that we have all substitutes on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Richard, uh, remember, language boy. He's like, he was almost too good for Oxford with language. So he was studying Greek uh, at Oxford, and he could already speak Greek. He could translate ancient Greek and modern Greek and speak both. Um, and he did this presentation one time, and he used the Athenian dialects specifically to Athens. Uh, and he received demerits for his pronunciations. They're like, you're talking all stupid and wrong. He's like, this is how they talk in Athens. Like, I'm talking about Athens. Huh. Well, Oxford's dumb. They only have one dictionary, and it's only one language anyway. What the fuck do they know? <laughs> well, 
the other language that they fucked up was Latin because uh, he spoke Roman Latin, like where Latin's from. But apparently, for some reason, you know, the English never really got along with the Catholics, or they for a long time they didn't. <laughs> um, so there's a period where in English history where they spoke like Protestant Latin, which had completely wrong pronunciations of Latin words. Is this where the soft C pronunciation started? I believe so. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. those fuckers. So those fuskers. Yeah. Richard was also like a language nerd and language Nazi too. He he refused to pronounce the J's in Semitic words. Like Jerusalem was like Jerusalem or Jericho or like Jerry. Seinfeld. God, that's fun. Well, I used to hear that all the time from the Mexican guys I worked with at Delhi. They used, to, they used to call me Tommy Yeri all the time. <laughs> I was like, I just, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'm not two characters. <laughs> Do you think he would have been a a GIF guy? He was oh, like yeah. GIF over GIF. Yeah, he was straight peanut butter boy. Ugh, mm. <laughs> gross. I don't like that um, at all. Burton uh, was bored of all these European languages. He also remarked that it was weird that. Um, Oxford didn't offer any courses on like Welsh or like Gaelic or like actual British island. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. I want to speak Gaelic. Uh, yeah, you speak gay. You can get exactly. some great opportu- job opportunities with Gaelic, dude. Just like yeah. Swedish. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's the language of my people, Gaelic. Well, Irish is that's yeah. Irish people talk, right? It's like potato. Well, it's they just call it Irish. But yeah. yeah. Oh. Do you have Do you have any Gaelic chops, Connor? You no, s- my dad can knows it. Not knows it, but like yeah. can speak. What's the Gaelic word on top of your head? <laughs> that's Toisha. Wait, wait, um, what is that's it? That's the Parliament. Toisha? Don't they say yeah. Slante? No, Toisha is the Prime Minister. Corned beef and cabbage. Slancha, yeah, Slancha is Gaelic. Slancha, Slancha. Forget uh, about it. I don't know. My, if my dad listens to this, he's gonna be very upset that. <laughs> I don't know any phrase. He turned it off when he heard it. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, So Burton's bored of Uh, European languages, so he's like, I need more of a challenge. So he decides to take up Arabic. Um, (laughs) 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 Yep. Okay, fun. Yeah. I play with a lot of Arabic people on Counter-Strike. That's what they scream. They're constantly <laughs> screaming the truth. Like that's just because you're playing as the terrorist team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, he was surprised that there were no Arabic classes at Oxford, even though the British controlled most of the world's population of Arabs under their big old empire. Um, he did find a teacher that knew how to speak Arabic, um, and he asked for lessons, and the teacher told him that it wasn't his job to teach individuals. He was supposed to teach classes. So he's like, fuck off, kid. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rich- Richard taught himself how to speak Arabic. Damn, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and he was eventually able to track down a man in town uh, who was willing to actually teach him the pronunciations, and he was writing it from left to right, and you're supposed to write from right to left. Um, so yeah, he pretty much learned Arabic on his own. That's cool. <clears throat> Just hanging out down by the kebab shop, getting it done. Yeah. Oh, I kind of want some fucking halal food now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so good. 
So Richard had pretty much had enough with Oxford, and he wanted out. Um, uh, during the break, he complained to his father. He's like, I want out of here. I want to join the military. And his father was like, wasn't having it. You're going to finish this thing. Also, a weird side note. Um, they were vacationing in Heidelberg, Germany. Um, and the two boys, Edward was there as well. You know, they wanted to test out their fencing skills. Now, in Germany, I think we talked about this with Tycho Brahe a long time ago. And this was a few centuries earlier here. But um, the Germans, even in the 19th century, would fence with, like, heavy sabers. Like, legitimately sharp sabers. And the whole object of their fencing was to cut the other opponent's nose off. This was like a friendly bout as well. (laughs) That's... Pretty fucking German. That's, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. tracks real well. And the bio actually told told me about uh, there was one man who um, that got his nose cut off, picked his nose up off the floor. He was a surgeon that was in a duel. So he picked his nose up off the floor, put it in his, in his mouth, and was able to reattach his nose. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. Um, so the burn boys were not going to test out, you know, they were, they were bold with their fencing, but they're like, their nose is too much to fence in Heidelberg. Um, this is is like the first time they're, they're not the hot kids. They're like, oh shit. They got out crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like. I mean, maybe it's not the heaviest music, but I feel like if you dropped any metal, like American metal band in with Ramstein. Like, you know, Ramstein's parties are probably fucked. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, they have some of the craziest technical death metal. They're, uh, they're just, you know, they're out there. Yeah. But I'll never buy a German made car again. I know that. Over that shit. I'm Japanese 100%. Oh, it's the only way to go. <laughs> yeah. Japan or Korea. Yes. Yep. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> So Richard came back to Oxford emboldened to get himself kicked out of Oxford. But he didn't want to be expelled. He wanted to be rusticated, which was basically like permanently suspended because he saw that if he was expelled, it would be dishonorable. For whatever reason, there was like a difference between rustication and expelling. (laughs) A loophole. Yeah. Um, so he started a series of drunken parties. He would like sketch up these, you know, all the professors, all rude and shit, like put dicks in their mouth, like pass it around the school. <laughs> and he tried and tried and tried to get removed, and they just would not remove him until there was a horse race, in, like near Oxford, and everyone wanted to see this horse horse race. And the school forbid the students from going. They're like, no, you got to stay there your classwork and richard was richard gonna do he wrangled up as many students as he could and went to the horse race and uh, i guess that was the final straw because he was rusticated and removed from oxford after this thing and he actually was playing like a trumpet when he left on the carriage out of oxford (laughs) it's like fuck yeah i got expelled (laughs) or rusticated that's cool i mean um He was trying to get out of there. I had a thought, and you know what? I just keep thinking about low main lids. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll just go with that. He's got the flair for the dramatic down. Oh, yeah. He knows how to play up his audience. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, I was just thinking, like, you, you're talking about he's drawing all the professors, like, uh, and, you know, with dicks in their mouths and stuff. And I could just imagine, you know, the dean just be like, I can tolerate you drawing all your teachers smoking cigars, but <laughs> <laughs> horse racing. No. Draw the line there. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, if um, they just knew they were penises, yeah. it would be better. <laughs> he would have been out day one. Yeah. Uh, so, scared to confront his father that he was kicked out of Oxford, he went to his aunt in London, uh, and there he lied and said that he was on break and actually receiving the highest honors at Oxford. So his aunt was stoked and threw him a big old party. Little did Richard know that she was friends with a professor at Oxford who Uh-oh. broke the news during the party and was like, yo, your kid is, like, rusticated. He's not coming back. Oh, what a snitch. School. I'd be like, yo, bro, you're really going to ruin this shit? So, yeah. Nah. They hate this kid, though. Yeah. He showed up to the party. That is true. Fucking wait till after we eat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking middle of the party is fucked up. Let this lasagna be cold. Let <laughs> it. Now, Richard was kind of adrift in London in 1841. He's 20 years old. He just started partying. He started to get into astrology and studying the occult. Um, And interestingly, Hindi, or what they used to call Hindustani. Um, I think they... The books I was reading were from like the 60s and 50s, and they kept saying Hindustani. I think it's just Hindi, right? Probably. I, I feel know. like that was just some old 50s, 60s, like, racist, <laughs> you know, term for Hindi. It's just different information. Yeah, I don't know. They, they couldn't be bothered to look up if it was Hindi or Pakistani, so they just called it Hindustani. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to join the British Army, and the British Army was actually fighting... At the time, in 1941, in none other than India. In 1941? In 1841. I'm being a dick. No. Yeah, I know what you meant. Oh, no. Hindustani, an actual language. Okay. It's it's like a mashup between Hindi and Urdu, spoken in northern India and Pakistan. Okay, so it wasn't 50s racism. (laughs) It was 50s knowledge. It was good-timey 50s knowledge. So he's learning Hindustani, and he's getting ready for the to fight with the British uh, in India, and that's where we're going to leave off for today. That was Richard, well, not Sir yet, Richard Burton's childhood. Wow, what a kid! <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Kind of jealous. I wish I'd had cool shit like that. <laughs> you know, or house. I wish I could just move across Europe every time my kids acted up. Yeah, yeah, right? right? <laughs> hey, oh, we got honey, we got to move from our house in the south of France to Italy. Yeah, the real oh, winner honey, is we gotta Joseph. Move back. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, uh, I have some gambling debts. Let's leave cuz these kids, wow, they've been quiet. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> All right, so uh we got a bunch of these coming up, right? Yes. We got a lot of adventures with Sir Richard Burton coming I'm up. Excited. Yeah, it's good stuff. And we'll talk about it next week when he goes off to India. Are Mike, you really- what do you know about India? Are you uh, tindering right now with a woman from India? <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> Punjabi. Is she hot? Yeah, she's pretty bad. She's like, send me $100 Home Depot gift card. 
And, and then we go out. Then we Five go out. Five grand, I'll nibble on you. <laughs> oh, good deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm being rude. All right. I, I, I respond to this real quick. Sorry. Well, she's that? offering five grand. Well, to it doesn't matter. We're closing out the show. Oh, yeah. are, you are, Travis? <laughs> We're done with the show. <laughs> Come done. on, Mike. Uh, it took two seconds to look at my phone. I'm sorry. It's fine, Mike. Wait, uh, pause the show. I'm sorry. No, no we're not pausing. Miss- we're gonna no, end no, 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 the show. No, no, no. <laughs> we're ending the show, Mike. You can answer as long as you like. Uh, yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash/RoseMortemCast. Give us your money. That shit's tight. We like money, especially Mike. We you might give him some. Not give them money and give me money. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. If you want to hear uh, more about this maniac, Mike Regan on yes. the Cash App. Yeah. If you want to hear more about this maniac, follow us on whatever you're listening to. Yeah, um, we'll keep those coming. Also, I think Spotify has like a ratings thing now. So you can rate us on there if you're listening on the uh, all-encompassing Spotify platform. Yeah. God, Spotify. And Ask Spotify to buy us. Yeah. Just, at, just yeah. you know, couldn't hurt to send them some mail. We'll take Joe Rogan's wages because I know he's always a little bit hot for Spotify. You know what? Let's be generous. I will do it for half of what they're paying Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you actually do research. And then we'll split it five ways. It's such a good deal for Spotify. Yeah. 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 It is. Hey, uh, f- free advertising for, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to sweeten this deal. Yeah. I'll take one for the team. I'll just d- make DMT out of, like, bologna and do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, something good. died. Bologna That's where you tea. create DMT, right? So it must and be it's a in baby brands. The DMT is in baby brands. Yep. Well... You know what that means? Go make some baby, baby brains. Yep. Thank you, Shane. But boy, nah. I Bye. need money so Hell bad. Yeah. Please. <laughs>